Welcome back to another episode of Consciously Clueless. I'm your host, Carly, and I'll be your guide on this journey from consciousness to cluelessness and back around again. Thanks for joining me for another Sunday solo episode. Whether it's Sunday night and you're getting ready for the week, Monday morning and you're on your way to work, or whatever day this podcast has found you, I'm really glad you're here. Just a quick reminder before I get going into today's episode, if you're enjoying this podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. It really helps me out. Okay, so today we are talking about depression. So let me backtrack. I have dealt with depression and anxiety for a few years now, and actually, as I kind of work through things and reflect on things, I realize that I was probably dealing with depression for longer than that, but just wasn't naming it and probably didn't want to call it that, but that's a whole other issue. So even if you've experienced it, depression can look different for everybody. And especially if you haven't experienced it, it can be hard to kind of wrap your head around. Even with all the work I did in my past and present, working as an advocate, working as a advocate for survivors of dating violence and sexual assault and all of that, it doesn't matter. If you haven't experienced it directly, it is a little bit of a disconnect, and that's not good or bad, but that just is. It's hard to explain to someone who hasn't totally dealt with it. It's hard It's hard for me to even explain because I thought I was really with it and on top of it, and until I actually experienced it, I realized that I didn't totally grasp it. So I want this episode to be kind of a 101. I'm going to do a few different parts of supporting someone with depression because I think that it is really important to learn how to help somebody. So whether it's your partner, your spouse, your best friend, your kid, your parent, your whoever, if you are a support person in that person's life, it is important to think about how to do better and how to be there for them. So in this part, part one, I want to just do a 101 of depression to kind of just lay the foundation. So I have a Mayo Clinic article that I'm looking at right now that I'm using and that I'll put in the show notes. But this article lists the long list of potential symptoms of depression that vary from person to person. And I'm going to read them because I think it's really important to hear all of the different ways depression can manifest for someone. So feelings of sadness, tearfulness, emptiness, or hopelessness. Angry outbursts, irritability, or frustration, even over small matters. Loss of interest or pleasure in most or all normal activities, such as sex, hobbies, or sports. Insomnia, or sleeping too much. Tiredness and lack of energy, so even small tasks take extra effort. Changes in appetite, reduced appetite and weight loss, or increased cravings for food and weight gain. Anxiety, agitation, or restlessness. Slowed thinking, speaking, or body movements. Feelings of worthlessness or guilt. Fixating on past failures or blaming yourself for things that aren't your responsibility. Trouble thinking, concentrating, making decisions, and remembering things. 
Frequent or reoccurrent mention of death, suicidal thoughts, suicide attempts, or suicide. An unexplained physical problem such as back pain or headaches. So the article goes on to detail that depression symptoms usually are severe enough to cause noticeable problems in day-to-day activities like work, school, social activities, relationships with others. Other people may feel generally miserable or unhappy without knowing why. So let's talk about a few of these quick, and then I will detail my own experience with depression just because that's what I can speak to to kind of help maybe help you understand as the listener if this is something that you've never experienced. So there are the typical ones that we think of when we think of depression. Sadness, um, maybe lack of appetite, sleeping a lot. But what we don't talk about as much, I would say, is the physical manifestation. So back pain or headaches or the irritability, the frustration or the feelings of guilt, fixating on past failures. We don't talk about those as much because we kind of have this societal stereotype about what depression looks like and then how that looks for people. And like I've already established, it's different for every single person. Every single human being's depression is going to look different. So what did mine look like? I will speak to my own experience. I... When I am kind of deep in my depression, I am definitely sad and hopeless. That was the last thing that kind of scared me when talking to my therapist was I've never felt so hopeless. And even though I logically can think that my life is okay, I can't escape the fact that I feel hopeless. And that started to scare me. Another thing that I think I definitely experienced was feeling guilty. When I look at my life, I'm like, wow, I'm super privileged. I have all these amazing things going for me. I have a job. I have family that cares for me. You know, I can list a zillion things going right for me. So to experience depression is, it it felt like it was just not right. Like it was me doing something wrong because how can I have this great life and be so privileged and have things other people would dream of, and feel so shitty. So I felt guilty, like I was an asshole, basically, that I shouldn't feel this way. And because I internalized that for a while, I wasn't talking about how I was feeling because I didn't want anybody to think I was being a brat, which is so fucked, right? Because that just made it worse. But that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Those feelings of guilt are so, so real for people. I was also getting some headaches and definite sleeping too much. I'm still recovering and kind of trying to fix my sleep pattern because I slept more than I ever even knew was possible for me to sleep when my depression is like really bad for a long, sustained period of time. I also had a change in appetite. I was not as hungry. I just couldn't eat. Or if I was hungry, nothing sounded right. And then I would try and eat and I'd feel sick. And that's another thing about the physical manifestation. Like it's not all just in the mind. It's not all just rumination. There's reactions in our bodies because there is no just mental health or physical health or whatever. It's all connected. So I think the 
the interesting thing about talking about depression is that if you haven't experienced it, and I wondered this to myself a long time ago, was just kind of like, what is the point of just having a bad day versus depression? So these symptoms are depression when they become severe enough to, like the article said, cause those day-to-day problems. So it's one thing to have a bad day. Like, let's just say everything in your day goes wrong. You're feeling really really shitty and you're like, I just want to go to bed. This day is dumb. That's one thing. We all have bad days. When that's sustained, when you can't get out of that, when those thought patterns are so intrusive that you can't not feel hopeless and when you can't not feel guilty or when you start to feel suicidal or when you're not eating or you're not moving your body like you do, like when the things are sustained, it's not just a bad day, but, you know, bad days turn into bad weeks and bad months. That is when it turns into depression. That is what happened for me. It was just like, I can't, I'm not just having multiple bad days in a row. I'm down for the count here. And I think that's really important to remember, too, because some people minimize the symptoms of depression. Like, well, yeah, I have a loss of interest in my favorite hobby or sex. Like, that just happened to me last week. Like, okay, but did that sustain itself then? And did you still feel a loss of interest? It's that sustained thing. It's not just a bad day. And that's really important. So that is kind of the overview of what depression is. Obviously, I could talk about a million more things and go into things much deeper, but I want to do a few different short episodes here. I want to do one about ways to help someone, things not to say, because I think that's really important, and also how to help yourself or encourage ways of growth and healing if you yourself are experiencing depression as well. So we'll get to all of that. But this is just part one. So let me know what you think and I will share part two shortly. And if you are experiencing depression or need support, please, please, please reach out to loved ones or to a therapist or a hotline or whatever it is. You deserve that help. Thanks for listening to another episode of Consciously Clueless. If you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe wherever you're listening. If you want to help me get this into the ears of more listeners, send it to a friend, text it to a family member, share on social media, whatever you can do really helps me out. And if you haven't yet, head over to patreon.com slash consciouslycarly and see all the amazing things I'm doing over there. Yoga, meditation, recipes, tarot cards, like you name it, it's over there. And finally, head over to my website, consciouslycarly.com and check out the self-love reset course. I know you're going to love it. Until next time.